lovebirds, happy wedding Wednesday, and welcome to episode 63 of Your I Do Crew, a wedding planning podcast. Each week, co-hosts Atan and Lindsay bring over 30 years of industry experience to the table with insight and interviews from local and national wedding pros to give you the best tips, tricks, and hacks that will take the stress out of your wedding planning process and help elevate your special day. So grab something old and something new. It's time to listen to Your, your I Do Crew. Today, I'm sharing a horror story with you guys that happened to me this year. I'm not going to say when or where, but it was probably one of the most stressful times I've had at a wedding. You know that dramatic line that you sometimes see in wedding movies where they say, If anyone objects to this marriage, let them speak now or forever hold their peace. And sometimes that's played for comedic effect in the movies. Well, in real life, we officiants never ever say that. You never want to leave that open. If there was any concerns, it should have been addressed long before the wedding ceremony. But what happens when someone shows up to the wedding that does have an objection? And what happens when it's one of the couple's parents? Are you uncomfortable? Because I sure was. Let me tell you how it turned out. Huh. Okay, you ready for this? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. This is, uh, this is a pretty intense one. Yeah. Um, so, so I've been thinking about how we're going to give tips on this one, and I'm really coming. I'm, I'm drawing a blank, so you will have to help me. Oh, so this, this was a wedding that I officiated and so this is a very nice couple and I met them got to know them they're very very sweet they've been together for uh, for a number of years and they have a young child together and they're getting married and uh, I get a call from the bride the day before the wedding which I, I, I played the voicemail for you yeah and just just the voicemail you can tell the little um, Something's going on. So, something's going on. Yeah. She 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 indicated to me that not all the family approve of the wedding. And should some family members show up, they may incite some drama. And so if said drama should happen, then I believe her exact words were to ignore it and keep going like nothing was happening. <laughs> and... You know, and I understand keeping a ceremony moving, but I I feel like ignore it and keep going is like nothing's happening. Might be a little too uh... like wait, what? What's gonna? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what am I ignored? Yeah. Pay no attention to the man behind oh, the curtain. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yes. So 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 duly warned with that, I'd say okay, all right. I got the voicemail, um, and so I show up to the wedding, and I actually mistimed my arrival. Uh, I thought the wedding was at five. I had my calendar at five, so I was arriving at four thirty. The wedding was not until five thirty. So I arrived an hour early. So I got there. There are no cars in the parking lot. And so I'm walking up to the... I park in the parking lot and I'm walking up to the venue. And the venue coordinator comes out to me and asks me to accompany her to a car. And I say, oh, what's what's happening? And yeah. she says, well, the father of the bride showed up. And not thinking, I'm thinking, well, oh, yeah, isn't that a, usually a good thing? Right. Okay. Oh, no. Yeah. he's He's not here to support the wedding. He's here to object. Like, oh, for crying out loud. Of all days. Of all days. On her wedding day. He's yep. here to object to the wedding. So oh, no. We, we go to walk over there. And, uh, and first off, it's a very formal wedding. So I'm in a tuxedo. All the groomsmen whom I can see are, are in tuxedos. And he gets out of the car that he's sitting in. And he's in cargo shorts and uh, like a floral tee. Like, all right, okay, so you're not dressed to come to a wedding either. Yeah. That's fine. 
and he gets out of the car and she immediately begins addressing him because she's the venue coordinator and she says, you know, sir, you know, hello, I'm the venue coordinator. We understand that you're not here to celebrate. Uh, this is the officiant. And immediately at that point, he jumps in and goes, oh, you're the officiant. I want to talk to you. Okay, buddy. Right. Like, usually when people say that, it's not quite that intense. Yeah. You know, I'm oh, not opposed no. to talking to you, friend. Oh, no. So he starts to pull me aside and wants to talk to me individually. And then the groom walks up. And he is obviously in a state. He's red-faced and yeah. flushed. And he is obviously very upset. Yeah. And so the it's dead... a little unneeded stress. <laughs> oh, yeah. On your wedding day, an hour before your wedding. Just sure. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, my goodness. So the groom walks over and... The dad immediately ignores me, just at that point, just drops what he's saying to me and goes, I want to talk to you first. I want to talk to you first. And so the groom says, okay, I'll talk to you. And the dad goes, let's sit in, sit in my car. And immediately the warning bells start going off in my mind. And I, I kind of grabbed the groom for a second. I said, are you okay? Are you okay? He goes, yeah, I'm yeah. fine. I'm fine. <sighs> All right. So he goes, sits in the passenger seat with, of the dad's car. Dad, father of the bride. Yeah, he gets in the car too and they start talking. Um, the venue coordinator and I stand about 20 feet away and we start talking. It's about 15 minutes that we're standing there and she and I are both concerned. She mm-hmm. says, you know, should I call the cops? It's a, you know, it's a, it's a country club. They don't really have security. Yeah. She you says, wouldn't know I? what to do. Right. Um, one of the groomsmen said, you know, I can have, my buddy has a tow truck. I'll have him here to tow the car. Oh my gosh. It's, that's the wrong thing. Yeah. That, that was not the good choice. <laughs> that, no. That no. would just make somebody angrier. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. Like, I don't think he can legally tow it with him in it either, but that's... No, no. Um, so, and then about, about 10 minutes into their conversation, uh, the car starts, and the venue coordinator and I immediately freak out because we think that the dad is going to drive away with the groom. Oh, no! Which didn't happen. They were just turning on the AC. <laughs> that so. would have been, like, a turn for the worse there. Oh, I'm my kidnapping gosh. you, and you can't do anything. Right? Yeah. But we didn't know what direction it was going to go. We right. had no idea. Right. So, so eventually, after being in the car for about 15 or 20 minutes, so the groom gets out of the car, and he comes over to the venue coordinator and I, and he says, it's okay, he's fine, he doesn't know if he's going to attend the ceremony or not, but he's not going to make an issue. Good. So I say, okay, great, perfect, yeah. no, no worries. So at that point, I'm like, all right, fine. I start to walk back towards the venue. Dad gets out of the car and goes, oh, wait, wait, can I talk to you? All right, man. Sure. <laughs> yeah, sure, whatever. Whatever you have to say to me, sure. Right. So I walk over and we start talking and he uh, he asks me a few questions about how I feel about uh, the couple. And I say, well, you know, I interview every couple and I got to know them. I think they're they're great kids. And I say kids because I'm like twice our age. But, you know, they're in their early 20s. They have a child together. They're committed. They've been together for, like I said, a number of years. Yeah. And, you know, I, I wouldn't have taken it if I didn't have a good feeling about them. Mm-hmm. And he is just not in favor. So it, as all things happen, it comes out that the couple is polyamorous. They swing, which I've always said, there, there is no judgment from me. You do you. I know a bunch of folks who are polyamorous and I always laugh because I say I barely maintain my one relationship, but if you can maintain yeah, multiple seriously. relationships, then seriously. good on you. And so he has issues because they are polyamorous and they have other partners. And so he is taking this to task and he's saying, well, I have a serious moral objection to this wedding and what would you do if I objected in the middle of the ceremony? And at that point, you know, the hair on my back of my neck started to rise because I'm thinking, what did you just tell the groom? You just told him that you were going to be cool. 
And so I had to say to him, well, you know, sir, we don't ask anymore if anyone has objections. That's something you only see in movies. That's not really a thing anymore. So yeah. there's not really the the there's not really the, the point for that to happen. And he goes, well, what if I object anyways? I'm like, well, then you're interrupting me, and that's just rude. Yeah, like that's <laughs> not okay. Just don't do it. Right? Yeah. So you're interrupting me. I said, I'm not going to be very happy. I know that your your daughter is not going to be very happy. Nobody yeah. is going to be happy. You're going to ruin their whole day. I said, and you know, I'm a parent. You're a parent. I know we want our kids to make the best choices, but they're they're adults. Yeah. They have a child. They're yeah. making the best choices that they that they can, and their choices each other. I'm like. This is not the time to raise objections. It's no. any time up until now. Literally, any day before today. Today, your An job... An hour before. Yeah. yeah that's insane. Yeah. That's insane. Today, your job is to be there to be supportive and loving and let them know that you've got their back. And he ended up leaving it at, well, oh, I don't know if I can be there. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And I said, okay, well, oh I said, if not for your daughter, then for me, please don't do anything during the ceremony yeah like if whatever love you have for your daughter isn't enough then do it for this guy who's gonna be real real cranky at you mm-hmm. i left it at that we walked away we parted ways so at this was so i had about a 15 minute conversation with him so at this wow. point we're just 20 minutes before the wedding yeah and i got there an hour early for crying out loud oh my gosh so we end up getting there i see the bride she's very very worked up she's very concerned so i go over and i talk to her and i say you know because she, she knew, because uh, the bridal suite overlooked the parking lot, so she knew everything that was happening. So I said, don't worry about it. Just focus on your groom. Mm-hmm. You know, focus on you know what I'm saying. Focus on your vows. Don't even look at the crowd. Just yeah. look, look at him or look at me. That's yeah. it. Tell the groom the same thing. So we get out to the ceremony, and the guests start to be seated. And so he actually, he comes in. He sits in the very back row. And he's just like glaring the whole time. And so I'm just up there going, oh Please my God. Please don't say anything. I'm going to have to tell somebody off during a wedding. Yeah. So that would have been a first for me. Yeah. As everything happened, it was all fine. He didn't make any noises and he didn't make any objections. He sat there through the ceremony. And even at the end, he had a few tears in his eyes. So it seemed that he was moved okay, good. by their vows and everything to each other. Good. So the happy ending to this whole tale is that the wedding went off without a hitch, except the one good hitch. Yeah. 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 And afterwards, I, as I exited and the guests exited, I said, you know, thank you for, uh, you know, thank you for not making a scene. And he just shrugged and walked back to his car. So. Wow. You know, they will... Didn't want anything else to do with it. Didn't want anything else to do with it. So they will live their lives. But I, I look at this and I, I don't know, Linz, what, what, what tips do you have? So the first thing for me that comes to mind is if you, if you are in a polyamorous relationship, if you're going to swing, then good on you. You do you. Maybe don't tell your parents. Yeah, I don't like, think... <laughs> I'm all about like living out loud, living your truth, but... Unless you know, like if they're the same way, mm-hmm. that might not be... Yeah the best thing to do right i guess yeah but still they've been together for a long time and like you said they have a kid so obviously like things are working for them yeah. by doing that yeah they're choosing so, to get married to, right to commit to each other right and so i don't yeah that's a tough one yeah i i don't know it's the parent family stuff is so mm, hard because there's so is. many people you're inviting and yeah you have to always know like this person might butt heads with this person or any family drama stuff it's just it's exhausting. It is. I feel like it's oh. exhausting. So, 
I don't know. Yeah, exhausting I mean, is a good word for it. I, yeah. After that, after that wedding, I like I went home. And you want to like, take a nap? I need a nap. Yeah. <laughs> I need a drink and a nap. I just feel bad for the couple. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of some good advice I, other than not disclosing that to your family. Mm-hmm. Um, if it sounds like he wasn't invited, I'm curious how he found out. I well, mean, if you have family like that. I know you can do like on the knot and on the different pages, you can have like your wedding website. Mm -hmm. So maybe if you have family members that aren't invited, don't make things public that people are going to find out about. Yeah, that's a good point. So if you have estranged family, Mm -hmm. if you have family who doesn't support the marriage, don't invite them. Keep everything private. Um, Maybe don't, yeah, don't do a website. Just do invitations by private mail, private email Mm -hmm. would be a good one. Um, And and I would honestly say this tip would be for the parents. Just support your kids. Yeah. Like, if you're a parent and if your child has a lifestyle that you don't agree with, then first off, talk to him before the wedding day. Right. That's... <laughs> or, I mean, if you if you just truly cannot go, then don't go. But I feel like yeah. it's better to to be there and just be quiet or, mm. or to not go. But to, to go with all of these doubts and reservations and plans to possibly stand up and object oh. and... That's that's not the time and place to do that. It's not. It's it's that's the worst time and place to do that. <laughs> yeah. And you have to think too that you're not just doing it in front of the two of them. You're doing it in front of all of their family and friends mm-hmm. and all of your family and friends and I just feel like you're going to embarrass yourself. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. not good for anybody. Right, exactly. And you know, maybe part of that's our Midwestern politeness that we don't want to embarrass ourselves or others. Uh, that's the same reason that I get super anxious when I watch The Office. But uh, yeah, it's it's just gonna be embarrassing, it's gonna be awkward. And you know, honestly, like I said to him as well, if you, if you do this today, you will never be able to repair the damage that you will do to your relationship with your child. Yeah, like exactly. That's, that's that will, never gonna go away. Yeah, yeah, if you, if you ruin your child's wedding day, that will never go away. Mm-hmm. So yeah, parents, don't do it. Pick, pick any other day. Yeah. Any other day. Any other day. But but broadly, just love your kids and just support them. Guide them and then let them make their own choices. And that is the story of my most stressful wedding horror story. Thankfully, everything ended up okay and I didn't have to ask the bride's father to leave, but it was a very near thing. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Please make sure to subscribe so that you can continue to get updates on all of our best stories, planning, tips, and tricks for your own wedding. And stay tuned for next week's episode, where we interview Jove Meyer, a nationally renowned wedding planner based out of Queens, New York. Jove has been featured on The Rachel Ray Show, in The New York Times, and in various publications, nationally and internationally. We met Jove at the Knot Workshop in Detroit, where he gave an amazing presentation about some of the challenges that LGBT couples face during the wedding planning process. Jove shared his experiences as a wedding planner in New York and some amazing tips and tricks for couples anywhere. So stay tuned for all that and more on next week's episode of Your I Do Crew. This is Atan, owner and chief officiant of Weddings for the Ages. You can find us on The Knot, Wedding Wire, Facebook and Instagram as Weddings for the Ages. And this is Lindsay Roselle with Lucky Bird Photography. You can find me on Wedding Wire, The Knot, and you can also find me on social media using at Lucky Bird Photo. If you liked what you heard today, help us spread the love. Comment, like, rate, and review on iTunes and Google Play, and share on your favorite social media platforms. We love feedback. So if you have any suggestions, or if you want to ask us a question, email us at feedback at Thanks for listening, and here's to love, laughter, and happily ever after. 
Cheers. Music credits are as follows. Song title, I Wanna Get Married, by artist D. Cylinders, from the Free Music Archive. Attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 4.0 international.